Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Paxson for three! Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. So I said before that this stretch basketball for the Chicago Bulls is going to show us what they're made of. We're going to find out just how good this team is through this stretch of games. And so far, they're looking really good, especially after that win over the Brooklyn Nets on Monday night. We're going to talk about that. We've got a lot to dive into on this week's episode of Believe in Bulls on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz. It's always great to be back with you and we're talking about more Bulls victories. Can you believe this? They're still winning. They look really good. We're going to dive right in after I tell you about our sponsors, BetOnline.ag. BetOnline's back and better than ever. They got a new web interface. Start a basketball season. You've got hockey going on. You've got college basketball going on right now as well. I'm not giving out game picks this week. Instead, I'm going to tell you that Billy Donovan is plus 800 for Coach of the Year, which means you bet $10, get back $80. And Alex Caruso is plus 2200 for Sixth Man of the Year. That's what we're looking at right now on betonline.ag. So if you're into futures betting, those are a couple really good values for you. The only coach with better odds than Billy Donovan to be Coach of the Year is Eric Spolstra in Miami. So keep an eye on that if you're into futures betting. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, NHL, boxing, UFC, to your favorite casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, how about these Bulls? Could you believe that game against Brooklyn? The Bulls were favored by one in that game, which I could not believe that the Bulls were favored against Brooklyn. Now remember they're without Kyrie Irving who's still going through the vaccine 
stuff. That's how I'm going to put it. He's going through all that. So they've got Kevin Durant and James Harden. That's who they have. They only have Kevin Durant and James Harden. Oh, they also have Blake Griffin and Joe Harris. They've got some good pieces. Bulls are favored by one. I really didn't think they'd have an answer for Kevin Durant especially, but they did. Final score, 118-95. to They held that Brooklyn offense to 95 points at the United Center on Monday night. They held the Nets to 17 points in the fourth quarter. Meanwhile, the Bulls scored 42 points in the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter Bulls are a serious thing. That is a legitimate thing, the fourth quarter Bulls. There are numbers to back this up, too. Over the last six fourth quarters, the Bulls have outscored their opponents by 67 points. The next closest is Orlando, and they have outscored opponents by 44 points. That shows you the difference in just how dominant the Bulls are in closing games. Now, last year, if you remember, the fourth quarter Bulls were a thing where they'd fall apart. What's the difference this year? Well, it goes back to the experience factor that I've been preaching for the last two months. They have more experience on this team. They're not the starting lineup of all under 25-year-olds. They have experience. They've got Lonzo. They've got DeMar DeRozan. He is the X factor here. I said that all along. People ripped the signing and the sign and trade. They paid him a lot of money. They ripped it. Some places call it the worst signing of the offseason, the worst contract of the offseason. What are the Bulls doing? Does DeMar DeRozan have anything left? Is he going to fit in with this system? How is he going to fit in with Lonzo Ball and Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic? How is this all going to play out? It's working out just fine. And you're seeing why DeMar deserves the money the Bulls are paying him. He has the most fourth quarter points in the league. He's proven to be a very good closer. And that's what the Bulls have been lacking. Zach wants to be. Don't get me wrong. I know Zach wants to be a closer. But if there's one thing we learned from the last few years, the last three years especially, Zach is not a closer, at least not at this point in his career. Now he's playing with a closer in DeMar DeRozan, who is lighting it up this year. And I know NBCS Bulls, my guys at NBC Sports Chicago, put out a graphic and it was kind of talking about how Bleacher Report ranked DeMar DeRozan as the worst signing of NBA free agency. Let's go through DeMar's first 10 games scoring-wise, shall we? 17, 21, 20, 37, 25, 26, 26, 32, 37, 28. I think he's doing just fine, and he's expanding his three-point shot. He's taking more threes. That's a good thing. I mean, he's not going to be Steph Curry. He's not going to be your go-to three-point scorer. His mid-range game is the deadliest in the game. It is automatic. When he misses a mid-range jumper, I feel disappointed because I feel like he makes it every time, and we know he does it at basketball. But it feels like when he takes that shot, you know it's going in. And now he's expanding his range which is spacing out the floor even more, and that's a really good sign from DeMar DeRozan. I love the signing from the get-go, especially because of the closer factor, but again, him alone is not the only difference. You've got Lonzo with experience in the NBA. You've got Nikola Vucevic who needs to find his shot. Could you imagine this team if Vuce finds his shot? It's going to be lights out. So Vuce has to get that confidence. He's a good enough player that he'll figure it out, or at least I hope he will. You've got Alex Caruso off the bench providing a spark. You've got good pieces. I like what I'm seeing out of Javante Green, too. It sucks that Patrick Williams isn't in the starting lineup. He's out for probably the entire regular season with that shoulder injury. But, man, this team is fun. The Bulls are must-see TV. You know, Monday night, Bears are playing on Monday Night Football. The biggest story in town is not going to be the Bulls versus the Nets. It's going to be Bears-Steelers. It's a Bears town. 
It sucks to say, but it's a Bears town. The Bears run the show in Chicago. So the Bears are on ESPN, Monday Night Football, and everybody's glued to that. Everybody took their eyes off that Bulls game. Or not everybody. Most people took their eyes off that Bulls game. And the Bulls with that fourth quarter, they outscored Brooklyn 42-17. to And they just absolutely dominated that last period to come away with that 23-point victory over the Brooklyn Nets. This is not some crappy team that's some bad, low-market team. No, this is the Brooklyn Nets with Kevin Durant and James Harden and Joe Harris and Blake Griffin, and I know I'm missing a couple because I keep losing track of who they've got and who they don't. Yes, I know they're a completely different team with Kyrie Irving, but it's Kevin Durant and James Harden, and you held them to 95 points. That's impressive, and you held them to 17 in the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter Bulls are a serious thing, and that needs to be taken into account here. And When we're looking back on what this team did in the offseason with Lonzo, with Caruso, with DeRozan, there's a lot that we have now. We can now say this team is better than we expected. The win total for this year was 41.5. Vegas thought this team was going to go maybe 500. They're 7-3 and three right now. They're looking really good through this stretch of basketball. Now, it's not going to get easy. they got five more games left in this make-or-break stretch, and they're 7-3. and three. I wasn't sure they'd be 7-3, and three, to be perfectly honest with you. When I was looking at this schedule, looking at this stretch right here, after that four-game winning streak to start the year, I'm like, okay, here's where we're going to see just how good these guys are. And I think Billy Donovan is the perfect coach to lead this team and I also have to give Billy credit for playing Io DeSumo the amount of minutes he's playing. Io's looking really good, especially for a second-round pick. He's leapfrogged Troy Brown Jr. in the rotation, and he looks incredible for a rookie, especially a second-round pick. Now, after that draft, you remember I came on here. I was calling for Io the whole time. I watched him play at Illinois. Had multiple people, and I heard multiple people say it. Had multiple people tell me, I'm not sure this guy's ready to play in the NBA. He's not an NBA player. I don't think he has anything special. I think he's got something special. We talked about it on the pod last week, and this week he had another big game. In 20 minutes against Brooklyn, he had 15 points and 7 rebounds, and this comes three games after that 14-point showing against Boston where he went 6-for-6 shooting, 2-for-2 from three-point territory. He also had four rebounds in that game. He's not going to be your lights-out, instant impact, starting guard, because he's a second-round pick. He's a project. He is absolutely a project, but you're seeing good signs out of him against big opponents. He did that against Boston in Boston, and he did it against Brooklyn at home. I love what I'm seeing out of Iota Sumo, and I really hope that he can stay in the rotation. I'm not sure if he's going to be able to, though. We got an update from Kobe White this week, and we had more come out just this morning, Wednesday morning. Remember Kobe White's dealing with that torn labrum in his shoulder. According to Rob Schaefer at NBC Sports Chicago, Kobe said he's, quote, back to normal in terms of practicing. He's doing five-on-fives. He went practice with Windy City yesterday. It's funny. The Bulls announced that he was assigned to Windy City, and an hour later they brought him up, which really funny how that worked out. And Kobe was asked if he's going to be back for this weekend's, at least the start of this weekend's, road trip to, to the West Coast, where they've got Golden State, L.A., and Portland. And Kobe said, quote, maybe. It sounds like it's a possibility. So getting Kobe White back, could you imagine this lineup with Kobe in the rotation? He's a proven scorer. We know, if nothing else, Kobe White is a very good scorer. Now, they were trying to make him that backup point guard, that true point guard. He doesn't have it. You've got your point guards in Lonzo and Caruso. 
let Kobe jump into the two off the bench and have him be the catch-and-shoot scorer that he is. Let him get outside, create some space, and shoot the three. Let him get inside, make a play. We know he's a playmaker. And I think coming off the bench is going to be a great role for him because now there's no pressure of starting, getting things going right away. He can see the game unfold in front of him, then go out there, play with Caruso at the point, and just focus on catching and shooting. He doesn't have to worry about getting creative with passing. He doesn't have to worry about getting too passive. He can go out and he can play his game. And it's going to be a great lift off the bench. It's going to be huge for the second unit, which is playing really well, by the way. And I think that's going to increase trade value going forward. We're not going to speculate about that now. We're only 10 games into this thing. But as the season goes on, we've got to talk about trade value off this bench. But the big thing with Kobe, when he comes back, he doesn't have to be that true point guard. The pressure of that is lifted. He can go play his game. And I think his game is going to be a huge asset for this team. Briefly before we wrap up, Alex Caruso went on the Old Man in the Three podcast, which I love the name because I love Ernest Hemingway, Old Man in the Sea. And he went out with J.J. Redick and talked about free agency. Now, Caruso's third in steals. I want my jersey. I want my headband. I've said that all along. I said on my Twitter this is an Alex Caruso stand account when he dove for that ball against Brooklyn. And and they ended up drawing a foul on the play. The Bulls did. But it helped create that play. He dove for the ball. He's a great hustler. He's a great defender. And he can shoot, too. He went on J.J. Reddick's podcast and talked about how free agency went and how he ended up in Chicago. It's really interesting. This is from the clip that he posted on Twitter. Let's listen. So going into it, I really didn't know what to expect. Um, and I really didn't hear much from any team, including the Lakers, leading up to 6 p.m. And then they they called and, and Lakers made a, their offer. It wasn't an offer I was going to accept because I was going to be able to considerable more money from another team. And you know, like we just said, a guy that has not had a lot of decision-making power, fought for a job, was essentially, you know, 32 teams told me, like, they didn't think I was good enough to play in the NBA for two years, three years. Um, I'm, I'm going to try and, you know, I need to get as much money. Like this is real life we're talking about. I need to, I need to financially secure for me, for people. So there was talk with a bunch of different people about the mid-level, um, which I think was four for 40. Um, we never got, you know, anybody to that actual number, but there was a couple of teams that, that got close. And then my agent texted me and said, Hey, Chicago is interested in signing you. I didn't know that financially it was going to be able to work. So I thought once, once Zoe signed with Chicago, I was like, okay, well, Chicago's off the list. Like we're going to look at this, that, and the other and, and try and make it work. Uh, I got on the phone with AK and with Billy and the, the way they're just talking about how they wanted to play, you know, how they saw me as a player. Um, I thought they, you know, hit the nail on the head. I thought everything they said, I was like, I think that's accurate. I think that's what I bring to the table. I think that's how I can help the team win. I think that's the, you know, direction that this team wants to go. Uh, I thought there was a need for the stuff that I had. Um, so essentially we got that offer, went back to LA, asked if they could do the same, said no, asked for something else that was a little less, said no, and said, okay, well, if that's what, that's what it comes to, I'm ready to go, ready to go to Chicago and, you know, start the next chapter. And I mean, it's been it's been great. I think it's been a great decision for me. So uh, Blake wants if my contract guess for the Lakers is over and Blake twice if it's under. Okay. Two for 15. That was their initial offer. 
<laughs> now, because you can't see it, I'm just going to tell you, he blinked once. So the deal the Lakers offered him was less than two years for $15 million. Let's refresh our memories here. When he signed with the Bulls, that contract is four years, $37 million. The Bulls liked what they saw. I like what I see. I'm all aboard the Caruso bandwagon. I think it's here to stay, and he's one of the most fan-favorite players on the roster, and he's been great so far on the court as well. Let's go through the upcoming schedule real quick. This West Coast road trip coming up is going to be huge. The Bulls have Dallas tonight, Wednesday night, at the United Center, and then they head out west. They've got Golden State on November 12th. They've got the Clippers November 14th, then the Lakers November 15th, back-to-back. Then they go up to Portland November 17th. Then they go to Denver, and then the schedule gets a little easier. So this stretch isn't over yet. The Bulls are playing really well through this tough stretch of basketball. That, If you remember, it included Boston and Brooklyn and a couple other really like teams they shouldn't probably beat, like the Sixers back-to-back. Now those games were losses. Bulls lost to the Knicks by one. They beat the Jazz. It's a tough stretch, but they're playing really well through it, and I, they're impressive to me. We're going to see what happens the rest of the way. That's a wrap for this week's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Hopefully the Bulls keep playing at this high level, and we can keep having the excitement around the podcast, around the show, and around the league as well. I'm hoping to have some guests as this thing gets going once we get through football season, because football season's been nuts. So once things settle down a little bit, we'll have some guests on to react to this. That way you're not hearing me just share my excitement, but man. Enjoy every minute of this. Bulls Mavs coming up tonight at the United Center. Tip-off for that game is coming up at 7 p.m. So enjoy that game. I'll talk to you back here next Wednesday. Have an awesome week, everybody. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.